two reasons that you don't really know what you want. Number one, you have it. Number two, you don't know yourself because you never can. The Godhead is never an object of its own knowledge. Just as a knife doesn't cut itself, fire doesn't burn itself, light doesn't illumine itself. It's always an endless mystery to itself. I don't know. And this I don't know, uttered in the infinite interior of the spirit. Nourish your values like a mother and fight your enemies like a father. Even if you have to fight the enemies that are within yourself. Make this note. Don't become a victim of yourself. It's possible to become a victim of tragedy. It's possible to become a victim of gossip. It's possible to become a victim of the things that happen out there. But here's the most important thing. Don't become a victim of yourself. Forget the thief in the alley that's after your purse. What about the thief in your mind that's after your promise? The thief in your mind that says you're too short. The thief in your mind that says you're too tall. The thief in your mind that says, well, yes, it'll happen to people out in California, but it can't happen way over here on this side of the world. I'm asking you to conquer that thief even though you find him in your own consciousness. I want to reassure you that you can do it. I want you to reassure you that you can make the decisions. But instead of having to lie awake nights, controlling everything, you do it beautifully by trusting the job to everyone else. And they carry it on for you. Principle of unity, of coming to a sense of, of oneness with the whole of the rest of the universe, is not to try to be, obtain power over the rest of the universe. The way to become one with the universe is to trust it as another, as you would another, and say, let's see what you're going to do. The rarer you are, the rarer the people are who share your perspective. In this way, the greater your success, the fewer people you can share it with. And I was playing with this quote from Alain de Botton from the School of Life for ages, which was, uh, loneliness is a kind of tax you have to pay to atone for a certain complexity of mind. This of human life. Every headstone says the same thing. Beloved father, beloved brother, beloved mother, rabbi, priest, right? particular roles, teacher, roles that you filled for other people. You know what it doesn't say? How you felt about yourself. It doesn't say any of that crap on a, on a tombstone. Because guess what? Nobody remembers that stuff. That's not the stuff that mattered about you. What you felt was not what mattered about you. What your relationship was with the world and the roles that you filled. And when you fulfill those roles, this is what makes life worth living. So that you keep losing faith in yourself and uh, feeling, my goodness, I haven't yet attained this thing. And that keeps you working. But all the time, you're being talked out. It's like someone who's a pickpocket and he's stolen your own watch and is selling it to you. Yes, there's room for a legitimate complaint. Yes, there's room for a legitimate business complaint. Yes, there's room for a legitimate complaint with the 13th floor. 
Yes, there's room for a legitimate complaint with the warehouse. Yes, there's room for a legitimate complaint once in a while with each other. But here's what I'm asking you. Don't let complaining master your life. If you become a chronic complainer, I'm telling you, nobody wants to be around you. Chronic complainer. I wouldn't want you for a business partner. Don't let complaining conquer your life. See if you can't drive it into a small corner. And then it's time to thrive. Are you still going to be afraid? Are you still going to be afraid? When you have everything that you prayed for in the universe gave to you and you had to fight for it, are you going to be afraid? No fear. No fear. When the pain of the current reality becomes greater than the fear of change, that's when we change. So like when you become, when the pain becomes so intense that it's greater than the fear that you have of the unknown, then you'll go into the unknown. You can stand there at the door looking at this abyss, but when it becomes so painful that you walk into that, that's when the change happens. Don't be lazy, especially in the spring. Don't be distracted, especially in the spring. What if you asked a farmer to go bowling in the spring? He would think you were insane. The farmer would say you can go bowling in the winter. You can go bowling after the crop is in, but you certainly can't go bowling in the spring. And I want you to know after this extravaganza, an extraordinary new spring is upon us. If there was ever a time when you get back home, this is the time to massively increase your numbers. Get up a little earlier, stay up a little later, pour it on, take advantage of this spring that's here. Now here's my next point. You've got to take advantage of every spring that comes because there's only a handful. Life isn't forever. It finally comes to an end. One of the Beatles wrote, all things must pass. The sunrise doesn't last all day. Spring doesn't last all summer. The sunset doesn't last all night. We all have periods of time, periods of time, pieces of time. And when those pieces of time comes, what you've got to do is take advantage of each time that comes. At the longest, life is brief. At the longest, life is just a small period of time. So don't waste your springs. Don't waste the opportunity to talk to someone. Don't waste the opportunity to have a meeting. Don't waste the opportunity to come to next extravaganza. Don't waste the chance. Each spring that comes, take advantage of them because there's just a few. Don't let them all pass. Human beings have one job. Self-care. Take care of yourself so that when the people you love fall, your arms will be strong. Worry belongs to tomorrow. Regret belongs to yesterday. Happiness is here and now. The more comfortable you are, the more luxurious you live, the more richness in all the dimensions of life, more is the possibility for you to become aware of one thing, that you have everything, but you don't have yourself. So when we decide 
We're always worrying. Did I think this over long enough? Did I take enough data into consideration? And if you think it through, you find you never could take enough data into consideration. The data for a decision in any given situation is infinite. So what you do is you go through the motions of thinking out what you will do about this. The more you let go of it and trust it as if it were quite other than you, the more you realize the inseparable identity of self and other. But in doing that, you see, in saying that to everything else that you have been taught to think is not you, you are also saying it to yourself. This is why I want people to know. The whole point of the human race and the human mind in itself is evolution. Whether it's evolution spiritually, physically, period. If you're not evolving, you're doing something wrong. So anything that takes away the power of your mind is keeping you still and delaying your evolution. Study your laws of the universe. The law of attraction, the law of abundance, the law of equivalent exchange. Study your laws, the laws of cause and effect, the karmic cycle. Study your laws. Dwell into your mind, meditate. Understand that you can alter your realms by your train of thought. The minute you slow down your thought, you're able to leave your body through astral projection. You're only, you're only enslaved if you can't control your mind. So while you can and while you don't have the whole world against you, or you don't have a lot of worries, worry on freeing your mind from this realm. When you can free your mind from this realm, everything is but a thought. And if you can't free your mind, then you're a slave to this realm. The whole goal is you live and then you die. You can die plenty times while you're alive. The ideal physical death is completion. You served your purpose and then you won. I can't actually project, so I'm gonna teach everybody else to do it, to free their minds and their souls. Like a father who would guard carefully his family, I'm asking you to stand guard over the family called Herbalife. I'm asking you to stand at the door. I'm asking you whatever threatens you, threaten it back. Whatever pushes against you, push it back. Whatever wants to overwhelm you like a father, stand up, take control, and do battle with your enemies wherever you find them. Now here's one more. We must also deal with the enemies within ourselves. You're, when you're chasing a dream or doing anything hard, you're meant to feel good a third of the time, okay, a third of the time and crappy a third of the time and if the ratio is roughly in that range then you're doing fine so today was the crappy day along your dream chasing right and if the ratio is off or you feel too good all the time or too bad then you you've got to look at if you're fatiguing or or not trying hard enough or pushing yourself casualness creates casualties whether it's in Herbalife or whether it's on the freeway. Go home with a renewed intensity. Don't let indifference take over. Here's the next one, indecision. Someone's mentioned it a couple of times on this stage. They've had to deal with it. 
You've got to deal with it. Indecision is called the thief of opportunity. Make decisions even if it's a wrong decision. Do the very best you can, make a decision and go with it. If it doesn't work out because it was a wrong decision, I'm telling you, that gives you experience now to make a better decision. Here's the next one, doubt. We've all got to deal with the enemy of doubt. Cynicism has a unique way of crowding in on all of us. Being cynical about the government, being cynical about banks and money, being cynical about society, being cynical about the past, cynical about the future. I'm asking you, don't let that disease grab you by the throat and ruin your chances to do well in herbal life. Yes, it's easy to doubt that it can happen. It's easy to doubt. We've all got fears that want to crowd in. And here's one of the worst ones of all, and that is to doubt yourself. I know we look at Mark, glamorous, handsome, good-looking, extremely successful. Say, my gosh, I don't think that could happen for me. But I want you to know that Mark says, and I say to you, that if it can happen to us, it can happen to anybody in this room. Don't doubt your own ability. This I don't know is the same thing as I love, I let go, I don't try to force or control. It's the same thing as humility. And so the Upanishads say, if you think that you understand Brahman, you do not understand have yet to be instructed further. If you know that you do not understand, then you truly understand. For the Brahman is unknown to those who know it, and known to those who know it not. If you see me in a fight with a bear, pray for the bear. <laughs> I've always loved that quote, that's Mamba mentality. We don't quit, we don't cower, we don't run, we endure and conquer. If you want something bad enough, you can't let anybody tell you you can't do something. I'll repeat that. If you want something bad enough, you can't let anybody tell you you can't do something, not even yourself. So I had to build up this, this dude inside of me that ain't need nobody. So I ain't need your hand claps. I ain't need your you go board. I ain't need nothing from you. Because I had to look in that mirror and reconcile with him. Ain't nobody gonna be him. But you see, that's very difficult to understand because a lot of people, when they hear that there's nothing to do, try to do nothing. And you can't. Because you are karma, and karma means action. You can't do nothing. But uh, the thing you're looking for, or think you're looking for, is what you're doing, is what's called you. You have to dance beautifully in the box that you are comfortable dancing. So like everybody's box is different. My box was to be extremely ambitious within the sport of basketball. Your box is different than mine. Right? Every kid here has their own box, but it doesn't mean that your box isn't as beautiful as mine. 
Everybody has their own. It's your job to try to perfect it and make it as beautiful of a canvas as you can make it. And if you have done that, then you have lived a successful life. You have lived with a mentality. To go back, if you try to find the identity of self and other by subjecting other to self, no go. Yes, there's the dark side. Yes, there's the problem side. Yes, there's the difficult side. But I'm telling you, it's not the only side. Yes, the glass is half empty, but it's also half full. Yes, there's the dark side, but there's the light side. Yes, the night comes, but so does the day. I'm telling you, don't be afraid of both sides, opportunity and difficulty, chance and danger. Learn how to handle it all. So I learned about this uh, this idea called the region beta paradox. Imagine that if you were to go a mile or less, you would walk it. And if you were to go more than a mile, you would drive it. Paradoxically, you would go two miles quicker than you would go one mile. So that means that sometimes worse situations can be better than better situations. And this is an issue when if you only decide to act after you cross a certain threshold of badness or whatever, you can end up being stuck in region beta. So for instance, the friend that should leave his job really, really needs to leave his job, but it's just about passable. His boss isn't that much of a Maybe the benefits are okay or whatever. Or the person that's in a relationship with someone that they really don't want to stay with and it's not that brilliant, but it's not that bad. They don't abuse them. Everything's right. okay. The person that stays in an apartment that's got some mold on the ceiling, but it's not too much mold and whatever. All of these people would be better off if their situations were worse because it would galvanize them into actually doing something. Mm. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I you do. can get stuck in this chasm of comfortable complacency mm. that sits somewhere in the middle. If things are good, great, no problem. If things are bad, great. Activation energy to go and make them good. If things are just about passable, you end up being comfortably numb. If there is no joy when you wake up in the morning, if, if you dread the sound of the alarm clock going on, if you feel stagnant, if you have the thought in your head that there has got to be more to life than this, you know what you should do? You should stop doing whatever it is you're doing. You will become exceptional the moment you make an exceptional decision. Go see the life God got for you. It's way better than the one you planned. It's time for you to get something better. Hello? It's your time. And it, your blessings show up in different kinds of ways that you cannot begin to imagine. When I get up in the morning, if, if you do this with me, things are gonna happen that's gonna blow your mind. I say all things work together for good. For those who love God and for those who are called according to his purpose. And then I say, Lord, whatever I face today, together, you and I, can handle it. Expect good things to happen to you. Do you expect to be successful? See, want shows up in conversation. Expectation shows up in behavior. You can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. In order to work at solving these things called problems in your life, you have to change your mind. 
you have this energy about you that you expect things to get better. So everybody goes, how do you do that? You know exactly how to do that. You know exactly, it's, it's not a magic trick. There's nothing I talk about in that book that's a magic trick. It's all back down to a very primitive mindset of we just have to do. I don't want to live this lifestyle, but to get to the other side of this, I have to. Society is counting on you giving up. The truth is this, if you're willing to pay the price and you're willing to do the work and you're willing to take the time and you're willing to consistently get up when you are knocked down over and over and over again, which is going to happen to you if you're pursuing anything outside of the norm, you can make it here in America. You can't build a legacy if you're not living it. I'm living a life so that I can leave something for my children and for my children's children. Why work this hard? Why go this far? Why try to learn this much? Why try to do it all? Why try to see it all? Why try to have it all? Why do it? Why learn it? Why put yourself out? Why try to become all that you can possibly become? Why try to earn as much as you can earn, share as much as you can share? Why go that far? Why give that much away? Why try to do everything? Why try to become everything? That's a good question, why? And you're the only one personally that can answer that question for yourself. Write down at least five reasons on why you deserve your dream, on why you won't give up, what's gonna make you unstoppable, why you must be unreasonable because logical, practical thinking says you can't do it today. But if you wanna produce unreasonable results in your life, like living your dream and taking charge of your destiny, you've got to be an unreasonable person. You've got to be an uncommon person. My first major goal was to buy my mother a home. It's very important for you to believe that you are the one to make this happen. One person changed the family tree forever. In my family, I'm the one. And it wasn't because I wanted it or I hoped for it. I fought for it. I want to win. I want to fight for my family. I want my mom and dad proud of me. I want my kids proud of me. I want me proud of me. I want to look in the mirror and be happy with the man I look back at. That he gave it everything. That he went for it. So everything that exists is vibration. It goes on and it goes up. On and up, on and up. And so the on part is what we call birth and the off part is what we call death. And you can't have one without the other, just as you can't have a front without a back, light without darkness or solid without space. And so you are it. Everything you're going through is preparing you for what you ask God for. You just gotta quit tripping while you're in the process because the process is necessary. 
You may not see it now, but when he gets you on the other side of it, you're going to see exactly why it went that way. And you're going to be okay with it. Pull yourself together and quit tripping because you're in the process. God is processing you. He ain't through with you. If he was through with you, you would not wake up in the morning. It's very important as you hold on to that dream. There are moments when you're going to doubt yourself. There are rough times that are going to come, but they have not come to stay. They have come to pass. It's very important for you to know that. Don't say I'm having a bad day. Say I'm having a character building day. It's possible. I can live my dream. I've got to make it happen. It's not over until I win.